It is also about teaching them right from wrong. It's about teaching them that they have consequences for their actions. It's about teaching them how to grow into responsible and productive children who later become adults, parents, citizens, and workers for the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice I mentioned workers for Christ. <clears throat> yes, we are his workers. We are his vessels. We are to teach men how to be fishers of men, how to bring them into a full life of Christ. So what does the Bible say about this? It is important to understand that parenthood is a process that involves making disciples of your own children. In other words, we need to teach our children how to be respectful and obedient to us, but also we should be teaching them how to be obedient to the word of God. Amen. Our parents disciplined us, and we didn't like it. <clears throat> so we said we would spank our children, but the Bible tells us to spread out the rod. The rod used to end it. Right. Amen. We have to answer for our sins 
And if we don't teach our children, it will be much harder for them once they are adults to know that they too must answer for their sins. We have to chastise our children for things that are not like God. That brings us to our second point. How do you teach respect? We teach it by example. We show our children how to respect the word discipline. We discipline ourselves by studying to show ourselves approved by God. We show our children respect by the way we treat others. It says you want to others as you would have them to do to you. By the way we talk to others, by the way we act around others. We can't talk crazy to someone, mistreat others, and not expect your child to not do the same. That's right. Amen. If your heart isn't right, your actions won't be. And it will reflect in the eyes of your child. If you want your children to paint Jesus when they speak, you have to demonstrate that to them daily. You have to show them how to be kind, compassionate, considerate, and loving. You have to lead by example. You can tell them to do what you say and not what you do. They are like magnets, picking up everything they see and hear. Mm -hmm. They only know what you share with them. And if that is no good, it's not good, they pick that up. They pick the bad up quicker than to do the good. Mm. But if we teach them about the word, they will learn to know when what you are doing is not right. They will have the tools to help keep them on the right track, even when you might stray even when we fall short. And we will, because we are human. A good place to start with teaching our children about the Bible and about respect and obedience is the Ten Commandments. Because the first commandment tells us to reverence God. It says that thou shall have no other God before me. How can you expect our children to give reverence to God when they don't see us doing anything to reverence him? How do we expect them to be obedient uh, or give respect to us, our God, if we don't show them the way? The Bible is the way, the truth, and the light. The second commandment also tells us to honor thy mother and thy father, that thy days may be longer. Honor in the Bible means esteem, value, or great respect. To honor someone is to value him highly or restore, restore value upon him. If we honor and respect God our Father, then we have tools to help teach our children how to be obedient and respectful to us and our Father. Respect comes from, through leading by example and from discipline. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was young and my mom used to tell me to do it as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. I understood why as I got older, but at first I didn't as a kid. Why would you do something different from what you were telling me to do? I know it was because she didn't want me to go through what she had gone through. Mm -hmm. At the time, they thought that was best. But when my child came and I tried that on her, she let me know that I wasn't doing it. So why was I asking her to do it? This is her brain going all the time. <laughs> that makes sense. You see, children learn what they see and what they hear. Mm -hmm. It isn't until they are older that they can cycle through all that and figure out that they shouldn't be doing something. Sometimes that is too late and consequences have sent them in a totally different direction. Proverbs 3, 5 through 5 and 6 says, says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. 
That's right. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Proverbs 21 2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. And Proverbs 29 15 says, The rod and weeping give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Uh-huh. Amen. That leads me to the last topic. Sacrifice. Mm. So what does sacrifice look like in today's world? It means spending time with your children. Same as it did back in the days. Teaching them morals <laughs> and values. Allowing others to help. I do believe it takes a village to raise children. Amen. We have got to let those we're with and teach our children. You know who they are. Those around us that are always giving sound advice based on the scriptures. Those who take time to teach us and our children how to make it through life. We have to recognize that we can't do it all by ourselves. We have to make time for our children and show them how to love themselves instead of the streets. Children shouldn't be raising themselves while we work or sleep. We gotta learn how to make sacrifices in our lives. Maybe they do need a new pair of shoes, but do they have to have a late pair of Jordans? Hmm. Maybe we could work a little less overtime and buy some shoes that cost less so we can have some quality time with our children. Yes. Maybe we can wake up an hour earlier, occasionally, just so we could see our children and find out what is going on with them. Stop expecting them to get at school what they should be getting at home. Amen. It truly does start at home. That's why our father's, father gives us the privilege of being parents. It is a privilege that many don't even get. So be thankful. It isn't easy, I know, for some, but we have got to get back to some of the old ways. You know where we sat at the table and talked about our day and what was good and what wasn't. You know, most times we might not be able to make the whole game, but you show up every once in a while and surprise your child. You just smile on the face. Amen. Makes it that's my dad, that's my mom. And once the game is over, if you're in the vicinity where you can walk, you walk from home and I'll talk about the game and what happened before you got there or how well they thought they did or whatever, or if you drive them, you drive home. And if, if you drove and somebody else drove in, then maybe they can take the other kids and he can, he can ride or she ride home and y'all can talk about it, you know, personally uh, with each other. And so instead of uh, like the, the time, like the time when you come home a little late and the child is sitting in the living room waiting on you, and instead of fussing at them, you look old because they got to get up early in the morning for school. You look old and you ask them what's wrong. You okay? Because most kids are sitting up at night when they're supposed to be in bed. Something's going on. They might just need to talk. Um, and so um, we, got, we have got to learn to listen to our children, not with selective hearing, but really listen and try to help them with a solution, if possible. Stop always being the solution. Because then they won't learn how, how to problem solve. We have to have some patience and teach them how to problem solve themselves. We have got to pay more attention to our children. And just maybe they may pay more attention to us. We are all busy. And in all the hustle and bustle, we 
we still need to show our children about their love. Uh, amen. Amen. Oh, is that? You know the kind of love that God shows us. You know that kind of love that is ongoing, outgoing, immeasurable, immeasurable, incomparable, and self-sacrificing. Yes. Regardless of who our children are and how disappointed they may make us from time to time, we have got to learn how to love them unconditionally. Our Father, as our Father loves us, we have to show them, not always tell them. Sacrifice is crucial. That is why in the Bible, God had them to bring sacrifices to the altar. We have to be willing to give up something in order to obtain something. We want the kids. We want Jesus-fearing kids. We've got to give that to them. Because remember, they're like a magnet. They're like a sponge. They absorb and they take it all in. So, depending on what you want I need as to your sacrifice. Like, he had Abraham to bring his first woman. That was a big sacrifice. So I ask you, do you love your children enough that you wouldn't allow them to disrespect you or others? Do you want children who can speak words that will paint Jesus? Do you want children who, whose actions paint Jesus? Do people see when they see Jesus in them? When they open their mouth, they see Jesus in them. That's painting Jesus. If you do, then you must start by teaching them about God and showing them how to live their life for Him. If you aren't doing that yourself, maybe you can learn together. Start somewhere. It isn't never too late. Because every day you wake up, you get a new chance to love on Jesus. And in return, He gets another chance to love you more. We have got to put making excuses for our children and ourselves. There just isn't enough time. They won't listen to me. I don't know what to do with them, etc. You see, we have got to learn how to slow down and enjoy one another. Amen. We move around in this fast-paced world and forget all about those things that are most important to us until things start going around. Then we are lost and don't know what to do or how it happened. If you slow down long enough to listen, and hear what is going on around us, we might be able to prevent some things before they occur. Don't allow your lack of discipline, your lack of obedience, or your lack of sacrifice to carry you into a situation that could be prevented. Take time out to know who your children are and what they like and don't like. Take time to know where they are and who they are hanging with. Take time to teach them how to love themselves and the world around them. Don't allow them to live with excuses the rest of their lives. Instead, teach them how to conquer by being vicious again. Amen. I remember hearing old folks say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, people, our homes, our streets, and our children are broken. Mm -hmm. And they need fixing. They need Jesus. They need the word. And we are supposed to be the vessels by which they get fixed. We when are we going to start? Things aren't getting any better. Our children are dying and we are standing by watching them because we don't have faith to step in and stop them. Jesus traveled the world with his disciples, leading by example, teaching and healing and showing love so that we might know how to be like him. He had those precious jewels, our children, to see after and to teach.
teach how to be like him. We have allowed the streets to raise our children. We need to take our children back and raise them with the fear of God. In conclusion, I leave you with Proverbs 12, 15. The passion says, a fool is in love his own opinion, but wisdom means being teachable. And so I ask you, do you know where your children are?